Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, what happens to your marriage when it seems that every day is like the previous one? Musician James Galway had this to say about routine. He said, running through things because you're familiar with them breeds routine. And this is the seed of boredom. We're going to be getting deep into that today uh, with the show. But before we do that, love, this is actually probably my favorite part of the show. I love the hugs. I love knowing what's going on with all of you. I love knowing how this show and this community have impacted you to make your marriages better. And this week's hug is brought to you by One Extraordinary Marriage's Core Values Workshop. And I have to tell you, we're closing the doors. In case you've missed our recent emails or you didn't hear about the workshop in last week's podcast, here's what's happening. We've almost reached our registrations limit and are closing the doors to the Core Values Workshop live training. It's this Wednesday, September 23rd. You want to join us right now and register before you lose your chance. Go to corevaluesworkshop.com because we're going to have to close the doors so that we can focus on everybody that's already registered. There's only a limited number of spots. So now is the time to get off the fence and get into this workshop can't wait to connect with you live because we are going to be there. We're going to be bringing it. It's packed full of valuable information for you and your spouse and your family. So go to corevaluesworkshop.com and get registered today. Don't miss out. And this is a hug that came from a husband and he starts off by saying, I just want to encourage you to keep at it and thank you for your ministry. I've tried over the years to encourage more reality in discussions between our small groups from church or even between the men that I've formed friendships with because it's only when we uh, take off our masks that we can truly speak into each other's and our own lives. He goes on to say, our journey started last July and included what we call the dark ages for my wife and I. We went to counseling because we weren't fighting well, weren't having sex, and we're dealing with stress upon stress. Mm. I've struggled with a pornography addiction throughout my marriage. About three months ago, I was listening to John Eldridge's podcast and something he said struck a chord with me in that we need to live every day and love every day and pray every day as if there's an enemy who will and is sabotaging every effort we make. A few days later, I was wanting a a fix, a pornography fix and rationalizing my mind, not looking at anything, but just listening to it would be okay. Right? Mm -hmm. Like if I'm not actually seeing it, it'll be okay. Mm -hmm. And so he goes on to say, I typed sex into the podcast channel list and one of the podcasts, Delight Your Marriage, one of your podcasts, Delight Your Marriage showed up. I thanked the Lord for his mercy and Mm. listened. It combined with a few other things made me decide to come completely clean with my wife. Awesome. Though difficult, the journey has been amazing and fun because we actually talk candidly now. I'm trying to get my wife to listen to you, but she works home during the day with two toddlers, so it's hard for her to add much more onto her table or onto her plate. 
So to sum it all up, thanks, you guys. Keep at it. God bless and have a great day. That's so rad. That, that, what I love about that, what I love about that, you type in sex, you're looking for something else, and we show up. And we show up. Because you know what? It's okay for us as Christians to dive into sex and talk about it. It's something absolutely beautiful. And it is so, so rad. I'm going to use rad because I'm a product of the 80s. It is so rad that we show up there. And you know why? Because lives are changed, marriages are changed, and that is awesome. I love it. He's fired up. He's fired up. Can you tell? Well, you know, Tony opened the show with saying, you know, what do you do when it seems like day after day in your marriage looks like the day before? And we received this voicemail a few weeks ago and you know it was from somebody a lot like you and me and i think tony's got it queued up here very much enjoy it um last year i kind of made a, a conscious effort to do some parenting podcasts and this year um some marriage podcasts and so i i found yours and what i like about your podcasts is you do it as a couple um so you get both sides i think that it's fresh um uh, because as you get, my husband and I have been married for about 17, 18 years now, and I think as you get through marriage, when you're dating, um, things are fresh and they're fun and they're exciting. And as you, you know, get into your marriage, at different points in your marriage, you start going through Groundhog Day, where it's the same thing over and over and over and over. Yep. And your podcast um, is really nice because you talk about shaking things up. And it doesn't have to be necessarily in the bedroom, although that is um, some of the focus of yours, which I do like because I think you kind of get drabbed, um after we have three kids. And after, you know, having our last set of twins, um, it, you know, it, the husband goes away and has an affair with his job and, and does that and focuses on that. And the wife goes away and has an affair with her job and her kids. Mm-hmm. And so you... the with the leftover, the Groundhog Day part, is um, exactly what is left in the marriage plate. And sex gets stagnant and everything kind of gets stagnant and goes away. And I think it's really good um, to hear about um, changing things up and and really kind of bringing it back to the forefront and showing what's important. Because when it all comes right down to it, um, your kids are going to leave you um, eventually, you would hope. Um <laughs> Your job is going to, you know, continue, but, um, you know, you're going to change in life. So, you know, for those of you, and Tony was joking about the 80s earlier, but there was a movie in the 90s, in 1993, actually, with um, Bill Murray and Andy McDowell, it was called Groundhog Day. And, you know, as soon as we heard this voicemail the first time, I, I, you know, I flashed back to that movie because in that movie, Bill Murray's character has to keep reliving the same day over and over again. And at first, there's kind of the novelty of like, ha oh, ha ha, I know what's coming. And then after a while, it's like making him nuts that he's got to go through this day over and over again. And, you know, as I'm listening to her voicemail and I'm knowing what we've lived in our own marriage because we it'll be 19 years for us in just a couple of weeks here. So we're in about the same stage. And I will tell you, anytime somebody says to us that they had twins, Tony makes this face of, oh my goodness, <laughs> God bless you. Um, well, it's it's typically the twins after you've had one, and then you have the twins. Then it's sort of like, ooh, we were planning on having one more. And, and we got a bonus. No, we got a bonus. And, got a bonus. and they're both a bonus. And, and 
obviously, you know, if they're healthy and all, it, it's it's a blessing. I just, it's like, wow, you go from two to... One to, one to three. Ooh, okay, here we go. <laughs> well, and, you know, I loved how she explained that. I mean, she did a great job. This listener did a great job of just explaining that Groundhog Day in marriage, mm-hmm. right? I loved how she said, you know, your sex life becomes stagnant, right? Because it happens. You know, Tony and I are raising our hand. We've been there. Your conversations are about the same things, right? Maybe, you know, maybe it changes on the season because, you know, your kids are in different sports, but pretty much you're talking about the same, I don't know, three or four things. Um, Your dates, if you're even still having dates, are dinner and a movie or the same thing every single time, right? You're you're in this groundhog season of your marriage. Mm -hmm. Same, you know, the only thing that changes, honestly, sometimes is the date on the calendar. But other than that, this could be, you know, 2010 or 2015. And the quote that I opened the show with about, you know, routine leading to boredom or being boring and leading to boredom is this idea that if, if we allow, if we collectively, all of us listening to this show, if we allow our marriages to become so routine that boredom is allowed an entrance into our marriage, we are in serious trouble. Because here's what happens, folks, when boredom comes into your marriage. When boredom walks in, it opens a door, mm-hmm. right? Right. And, and that door opens the path to things like uh, emotional affairs, right? Because there's a disconnect there. It opens the door to physical affairs. I, 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 there's no connection. I, I, I need to feel I need to actually be touched. I need to feel. It opens the door to losing yourself in erotica or pornography, right? I, I want to have sex, but I'm not having sex with my spouse. Or we're doing the exact same thing time and time again. So I'm going to go find my excitement somewhere else. It leads to excessive spending, right? I, I want to rush. I want to feel excitement. I want to do something different. I'm going to go shop my way into excitement. It leads to hours lost down on social media or watching TV or doing all of these other type of escapist attitudes. Why? Because when you've got too much routine that has now led to boredom in your marriage, there is this thing inside of us, you know, like routine can be comfortable. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to discount the fact that, you know, knowing how you're going to get to work every day is a good thing, right? Like you just go in, you're kind of on autopilot. That's fabulous. Routine in your marriage routine in your marriage is dangerous. It's dangerous because like at first it's like the novelty of, oh my gosh, we're, we're just in this comfortable place. Like we know each other so well. We, we've gotten to that comfortable place, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You were never designed to be comfortable in your marriage. If you are growing, you should not be comfortable. Why do I say that? Because some of you are like, Lisa, that doesn't even make sense. The reason I say that is because if you are learning about your spouse, if you are discovering new things together, you're not comfortable. You know, I will tell you there are times when Tony and I are like, hey, let's try a new position. And I will tell you, it's not comfortable. Sometimes it's downright humorous. And then we laugh and we go back to something that we know, but at least we tried something else first. Well, and and just, it was funny with this coming up and, and Elise and I have, I will say, recently have come into almost a little bit of a groundhog day in our sexual intimacy. And one of them is we're just in a busier season of our life. Fall typically does end up being one of the busier times for us, especially because our son uh, plays football. 
And that requires a lot of time of just shuttling. And so you guys understand that, you know, those of you who have kids and in sports, you know, a lot of your time ends up being work, sort of the house, trying to keep the house clean in in some way or form, which, you know, can or cannot happen. Totally get it. We we're there as well. And then it's, it's the, the shuttle service. And, and through that, you're, you're just happy if you're living the life of the intimacy lifestyle, mm-hmm. you're like, I, I got to initiate tonight. I, I, it's my last night. And, and you're just sort of like, what do we do? It, it, it's, it, let's just do the normal thing. And just the other night or the other day, it was, I want to say it was Friday and we were pulling in a quickie. And the, and the funny thing was, is that we were going to get into bed and instead of just getting into that normal position where, Hey, our heads are against the wall, you know, like on, on your pillow, pillow like where you, normally you know, sleep. wherever the, we just sort of flipped it around, you know, our heads were where our feet usually are. And for me, even though we were in missionary at that moment in time, it was awesome because I have a view that way over our pool and our golf course. So it was just sort of this, oh my goodness, you know, just that little change. Again, not earth shattering, right? I mean, many of us would just go, eh. And yet, if we realize how awesome that is, how much that is of a shift, it can break us out of that routine, that groundhog day, even for that moment in time. And it's in that moment in time that you cherish it. You enjoy it. It's not just something that you brush off. I could have easily just gone, eh, we're doing the same position. We just sort of flipped our heads around. And I just sort of sat there and I was just like, you know what? This is sort of cool. I I sort of dig this. This is actually the first time hearing about this. I'm glad it was good for you. I'm glad it was good for you. That's why we do the show. That's Exactly. Sometimes our best conversations happen in the 30 minutes that we spend with all of you. And, and, you know, I love what you said because it really, a lot of times, is the little things. Right. You know, to break out of the routine, you don't have to, you know, we did a show, gosh, a couple months ago now called Trench Coat and High Heels, where Tony came home and, you know, one of his things that he had asked for for years was, was I'd a, love to walk in the doors and it's a fantastic show and, me. and, you know, see you in a trench coat and high heels. And so I did that for him. That was kind of a big deal, you know, in terms of, you know, I had to be all dressed up and well, sort of dressed down and dressed up at the same time covered and um and while i was waiting for tony i actually saw our gardener walk by the window so there was that moment of oh my goodness this is a little awkward <laughs> as a little excitement definitely a break out of the routine but like tony said changing it up just changing the position and we didn't even change our sexual position guys we just changed 180 degrees in our bed hello mm-hmm. you yep. and here's here, i'm gonna let you in on a little secret each one of you could do that Right? Like you could lay in your bed differently. You could take a blanket and put the blanket on your floor. You could you could break out of the routine with your dates. Guys, I don't know how many times we've said that date night is like nowhere set in stone, that it's dinner and a movie. Mm-hmm. Right? And yet so many of you, we hear date night is dinner and a movie. And I think the groundhog day for dates now, it's not necessarily it's always the dinner and the movie, I think what we're, we're finding more and more just as we interact with many couples is that it, it, the phone is always coming along. Oh, good grief. Leave your phone at home. And, and, and you know, I get you want to take some selfies of yourselves and you want to show it to your friends. And I, I get that. And yet it's time to just leave those things at home. And who cares? Uh, in all honesty, I mean, many of our dates, you're not going to see, you're not going to see 
pictures of Elisa and I. You, you guys catch some on Instagram or some on Facebook, depending on where you, where you catch us. For the most part, you don't catch most of our dates because we don't post them because we don't have our phone. So leave it at home. You know, break that routine. Break looking at your phone and instead spend 30 seconds looking into your spouse's eyes. Like look into your spouse's eyes for 30 seconds across from the dinner table. Maybe instead of Elisa's like staring into my eyes right now. I am. I'm like like doing like the really big eyes, you know, yeah. like when kids stare and they like make the really big eyes. Don't do that right now. <laughs> Distracting me. Um, See, it, it works. They'll look away from their phone if you're staring into their eyes. Another one is sit, you know, get a booth. Sit on the same t- side together. That's so funny that you say that because we often make fun of couples that sit on the same side. I know. I know we do. But we do it at times as well. We want. We, we do it in a booth, you know, yeah. It's, it's, when, it's when they're sitting at a four top that we're like, oh, that's weird. They're sitting yeah. on the same side. The, the, one of the other things I want to bring up is when Tony and I wrote our first book, Stripped Down, 13 Keys to Unlocking Intimacy in Your Marriage, you know, there were some sp- very specific chapters that we wrote all about this idea of breaking out a groundhog day. We didn't know it at the time, but as I look back on it and what those chapters were, I really want to encourage you, if you have not already picked up Strip Down, it might be something that you want to check out because we taught, we have a whole chapter on change of scenery, right? Mm-hmm. Like how can you change up your scenery to break out of, well, it's nine o'clock on a Friday. Um, it is dark outside. The bed covers are pulled down. It must be time to have sex. Uh, no, 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 no change of scenery. Um, There are all these other rooms in your house that you can have sex in. There are different positions you can get into. You know, come on, break out of that. There's a chapter on taking the lead. Hello, you can do that for date nights. You can do that for having sex. You can do that for initiating sex. I mean, we wrote a post, the top 10, top 10 ways to initiate sex. Mm -hmm. Can you put a link to that in the show notes? I can. And if you want to go after it and or look for it right now, you can go to one extraordinary marriage.com slash initiate. There it is. There it is. You know, there's a chapter on, uh, dressing it up, right? Like what can you like literally just put on you? I will tell you sometimes if you just put on a clean shirt, it is such an aphrodisiac because guess what? They see you in your rundown clothes all the time. And this came from the fact that you know, when we first wrote this book, our kids were little. And so Tony would come home and I'd have like art projects smeared on my t-shirt and I'd have crumbs smeared on my t-shirt. And there were probably other stuff on there that he just didn't want to touch. And so I got in the habit of just, he would come home and I'd know what time he was coming home and I'd put on a clean shirt, right? So there are different ways that you can change it up. There's a chapter in here that talks about the top 10 list. And the top 10 list is a tool that we so strongly recommend with couples um, who want to try new things in their marriage. And it's all explained in there how to do it. But, you know, it's a way to cultivate ideas and to have a list of what your spouse loves or is interested in doing. So guess what? You can break out of the routine, right? Because I, I, I can't tell you how many coaching calls I've done where when we drill down to what's going on in the marriage, So much of it has to do with the fact that one person or both are bored where everything in their marriage has become routine and there's no excitement and there's no anticipation and they look out at the world and they say, I wonder if there is somebody, somebody else who would have that spark with me that we used to have because you know what they remember 
They remember when life wasn't routine. They remember back to when you were dating. I mean, that caller said, you know, when you're dating and everything's new and it's like, oh, where are we going to go for dinner? And, you know, our first walk on the beach and our first, you know, first time we shared an ice cream cone. And, and there were lots of firsts way back when. You have to keep creating the first. You have to keep exploring. You have to keep discovering. And one of the things I want to say about the phone when you brought it up and yes. about posting to social media, we heard this amazing sermon today um, by Lisa Bevere. And one of the things that she was sharing in there is that, you know, she was reading the scripture out of the message and I don't have it in front of me because it literally just came to me, but I feel like I, I'm supposed to share this with all of you is that, you know what? You do not need to be concerned with what everybody else thinks about what you are doing. Okay. Whether you're out to eat at the fancy restaurant or you're sitting on the beach or you're, you know, I don't know, doing bumper cards at the fair, whatever that is. It's great to want to share that. But the only person, the only person that you've got to make sure is having a good time or likes that is the person that you are married to. Your 50 friends that are going to like that picture, who cares? So what? Is the person that you are married to, are they engaged with you right then? Or are they waiting for you to put your phone down because it matters more to you that you get to post that to Instagram or to Facebook? And I'd even say that goes for your bedroom as well. You know, what happens in that bedroom is between you and your spouse. That's it. If you, it, it boggles my mind when we talk about sex on this show or we write about sex and how many people will start throwing daggers. Oh, I can't believe you would do that. Or I can't, I would never do this. Or that shouldn't be said because of this, that, or the other. Hold, hold on, hold on. Before we start casting judgment, is it okay with Elisa and I? That's, that's the way I start thinking. Because if it's okay with Elisa and I, then it's cool. I don't, I'm not going to worry about what you say or what you think. It, it has no, it has no ground for me going to change how I am sexually intimate with my spouse. Same goes for you guys. Mm -hmm. It's between you and your spouse and God. That's it. If you two are cool with it, go with it. If you're not, or something has happened in your past that is stopping you from truly experiencing the sexual intimacy you desire, you know, maybe there's been abuse that has happened. Maybe, may, I, I don't know what has happened in your life that is causing you to go, we can't, we can't do anything more than missionary position. If that's you, seek out help. Go find a coach. Find a therapist. Work through that yourself and with your spouse. I always say, and Lisa will always say, make sure they're pro-marriage. Mm -hmm. In all honesty, make sure they're pro-marriage. That, you know, what you're dealing with, they're, they're there to build you both up so you can experience the sexual intimacy you both desire. That's the thing, guys. I mean, it is so... It is so easy to fall into routines. It's so easy to fall into the, I I'm going to, I'm going to use this outlet to boost my ego. I'm going to use this outlet to bring excitement to my marriage. I, you know, we just do the same thing. So if I can't find it in my marriage, I'm going to go find it somewhere else. 
that's not what you're supposed to do. And it's not okay. It's not okay. So this week, here's what you need to do, right? You need to recognize the areas of your marriage where you've gotten into routine, where you're having a groundhog day. And I don't know what it is for you. You do. You've been thinking about it since we started the show. You know what it is. And you've got to own those. Okay, one of the things that is woven throughout the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, and we're going to be coming up on 300 episodes here towards the end of the year, so that's a lot of episodes, is this idea of personal accountability. If you're in a routine, you got to own your part for being in that rut. Okay, you got to do it. The second thing that you got to do is you've got to get plugged into, you've got to get plugged into resources that are going to help you break out of that because the two of you are going to need to have a conversation and it's not just going to be a one conversation thing. Like you don't get to talk about this for five minutes and be like, okay, we're all good because that's not going to change it. These are patterns of behavior. I also would say with that second one, it, it's prayer. It's, it's really, it's really going into prayer and going, you know what, God, it, this is something that I have seen happen time and time again. And I, you know, I, I think it, that is your time to truly just be able to be vulnerable and open and honest and reach out in those times and going, hey, we need to break, you know, we need to break what's going on here. Because, you know, like Elisa said, some routines are, are, are fine. I mean, you, you, you get up and you, you take a shower and you brush your teeth and you do your hair and th that's cool. And, and you're able to make your coffee or make your espresso and get out the door and get to work. I mean, that's cool. We do those. And, and yet there are times in marriage where you're going to have to break out of those things where it's, again, we're talking about the same things over and over. You know, this is another one we hear from so many folks. It's, you know, work, kids, chores, sports. I mean, the conversations are the same thing that, that guys that I talk to, they're hitting their heads against the wall. They're like, I just want my wife to be truthful and honest and open with me. Like, talk to me more than just these frivolous things that mean nothing. Well, and I think, I think the caller put, a, put it in a great way. She said, you know, in her, and I don't think she was specifically referring to her situation, but she was just saying that, you know, that you get into these seasons of life where she called it, you know, she said the man had an affair with his job mm -hmm. and the woman had an affair either with her job or with her kids. So something else besides this central relationship. And you've got to break the bonds of whatever those other things are. And that's accomplished through prayer. That's accomplished through diligence. That's accomplished through getting plugged into resources. I mean, I mentioned stripped down with those chapters that deal with these different areas. Um, you know, there's the top 10 list in there that you can, you know, make copies of and pull out and say, okay, you know what? We're going to make a top 10 list for this category or that category or this. There's the top 10 ways to initiate sex that we talked about. You know, maybe that's where your rut is. You know, maybe that's a little pun on words they're using the word rut. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> your routine. Um, but, you know, maybe it's just you need, you need to initiate sex differently just to spice it up, do something different. Whatever it is, 
you've got you've got to look at what's going on because I don't want you I listed all of those negative things earlier right I listed infidelity and I listed pornography and erotica and and you know excessive shopping and lost time on social media and TV and things I don't want you to end up there some of you may already be there if you're not there I want you to head it off if you are there I want you to say you know what I'm drawing a line in the sand no more No more. I'm going to choose to live my life differently. I'm going to choose to get the boredom out of my marriage because it doesn't belong there. Right? So this week, you're going to choose one thing. You're going to choose that one area that you recognize you've got routine in your marriage and you're going to choose one action to do differently. And you're going to to do it because it's not enough if you're just like, yeah, Tony and Lisa, I get it. I choose to, I choose to initiate sex differently this week. Okay, great. You have to do it though. Don't just make the choice. Like choice without action is nothing. And and last week we talked about walking around naked. There in itself may be something that breaks a little routine for you guys. I don't know what it is, guys. I don't know what it is in your marriage. I know that this is happening, though. And this week, you've got to work on breaking that cycle. Yeah, so it's a good one. You know, hopefully this just gave you food for thought. You know, to think about what can we do differently. It gave me some thinking. You know, Elisa and I, we prepare every show. And even when we're going through it, my mind is starting to race like, okay, what could I be doing as a husband to break some routines that I do when I, when I initiate sex? So I'm going to be working on that this week as well. So believe me, we do this right alongside you guys because we continue to grow as well. We love you guys. You want to reach, you want to reach us. Don't forget, you can call in 858-876-5663. We would love to have you on with us for the Core Values Workshop. You can get that at corevaluesworkshop.com. And that's happening this Wednesday, September 23rd, 2015. We love you guys. Have an awesome week. Go out there, change your routine, spark your marriage. Let's go after it. Love you guys.